Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everyone, it's a Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 155. This is Russ, and with me are Craig and Jim. Hey guys. Hey, hey. Hey everybody, greetings from Alexandria. Yes. Vacation spot. <laughs> not anymore. No, Yeah. Not. Boy, there goes the neighborhood, huh? Oh, boy. It's not going to look like it does in the postcard, folks. <laughs> or or Aaron's uh, blurry pictures, black and white pictures. Yes. Well, we've had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I guess it's been since, wow, early December. Uh, since yeah, put, missed you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. We've, uh, I guess in the interim, if you haven't been following us, uh, you, if you go over to HHWLOD, we've been... Uh, spending that time, at least through most of December, uh, I guess part of November, uh, talking a lot of Star Wars. Uh, we did recaps on all six of the original movies, and then of course The Force Awakens. Uh, so that kind of kept us kept us going and kept us yakking with each other to some degree. I mean, plus we have our, our other TV podcasting duties. Russ hosts uh, the It's All Connected podcast. Uh, you can also find that at hhwlod.com. Um, of uh, covering all the Marvel television shows. And then, uh, of course, myself and Rich, who's sometimes on this show, are on the DC TV podcast. We cover all the DC-related television shows, of which there are six now. So Soon to be so, 15, I think, or 25 or something. Well, like Gotham that. is returning and then Preacher, so that'll make it eight. Yeah. <laughs> Starting into so a full-time job, guys. Come on now. I know. They should be, uh, Greg Berlanti. You owe me a check, buddy. <laughs> At least one. While you guys are reviewing those TV shows, I'm off reviewing cars. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of them lined up. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but missing uh, this week, Aaron is on assignment. Uh, he wouldn't tell us where, so it had to be something really important and top secret because Aaron, Aaron's like that. And Rich is, Rich is in parts unknown. We're, we're not sure. He's maybe trying to get it out of, uh, get out of a, an outbreak somewhere. Um, but finally missing is Jordan. And, uh, I think Jordan, uh, is pretty much, I, I, I guess the best way to put it is he's going to be, uh, he's going to be on walkabout for a while. So Jordan's, Jordan's probably, he may pop in occasionally. You just never know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he'll, he'll, we'll miss Jordan. Uh, hopefully, Absolutely. He'll, hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, he's just got some stuff going on. He's making some, some personal and professional changes, uh, so I'm like I said, I'm sure he'll pop in from time to time. But as far as is being on the regular, uh, I, I I don't think he'll be he'll be here very often. And I think Jordan's been on from the beginning, hasn't he? He been on almost every single Walking Dead TV podcast there was, even from the episode one, if I remember correctly. Uh, well, even well beyond that, he also took he took over the producing uh, yeah. uh, duties like a while back, and has been right. producing I mean, the show for a long time. So. Solving him. Yeah, I mean, even uh, even you know, if he wasn't on the mic as much, you know, he was behind the scenes doing the editing and the posting and stuff. Yeah, yep. the unsung work of the podcaster. <laughs> yes, yes, and Jordan. So, yeah, Jordan was in the beginning. Do. So, Dr. yeah, Esquire. 
but yeah, he was one of the original uh, group on the podcast. Um, and, uh, like I said, he'll probably be back. He's, he, he got bit. So we're gonna have to, you know, quarantine him for a while. Make sure. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. You know, make sure, you know, he says he cut himself, but we're not sure. So that's it. Well, Jeremy, wish you well. We're going to lock, lock him in the, uh, we're going to lock him in the basement like they did with that wolf. Yeah. And, uh, make sure, <laughs> make sure he's not infected. And then when we get the all clear, we'll bring him back out. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give him give him some meds and he'll be fine. I'll represent New Jersey in the meantime. I'll keep the the torch burning. There you go. And uh, you know Jordan will will return. I'm sure soon. So all the best, Jordan. Yeah, he'll actually uh, he he may be closer than you think, uh, at least to me anyway. So we'll we'll see. So yeah, so the the plan is to really kind of keep things pretty much as they are. Um, uh, more than you know, if if if. One of you know one thing about Jordan was he was like super vigilant about editing the podcast like the night we recorded. I don't think that's probably gonna uh, that schedule is gonna maintain more than likely if if you know whoever takes over editing um it, it'll probably go up the next day. So if we record you know typically we record on Monday nights uh, the podcast will probably go up sometime Tuesday or Tuesday night as opposed to the wee hours of, of, of Tuesday morning or the very late uh, Monday night. So if you're, so once things get geared up uh, this coming Sunday and a new, new episode comes out, just, uh, just a heads up to everybody that uh, don't, don't expect it uh, to drop quite as, as timely as Mr. From Jersey used to, to drop the show. I'm sure our fans will understand. They, they are very flexible and they, they can wait an extra 24 hours to hear our voices. I'm sure. So they'll, uh, they'll bear with us. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Except Jerry. Jerry may fall off. Wow. <laughs> you know, F Jerry. You know, <laughs> we'd be carrying him for too long. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we thought we would uh, just kind of talk a little bit about the first half of season six. Uh, second half will be premiering the Sunday as we record this, uh, and then we'll be back for the for the last eight episodes. And then I think we'll get like a very short break before Fear the Walking Dead episode, uh, season two shows up, um, but not much of a break because I think it's what April that that show kicks off. And yeah, Fear the Walking Dead returns April tenth, so there could be a week or two in between. I didn't do the math. I think because I know uh, next is February fourteenth starts the next eight episodes mm-hmm. for The Walking Dead, so maybe a couple week in, in there. Yeah, actually, maybe not. When Hang does it start? April. It starts April 10th. No, there'll be no break then. No, so it goes go right into it. Yeah, we'll go straight. Okay. So no break, no rest for the weary. From here, we're, we're straight on out. So. Straight on into fear. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, I cool. didn't make it to the, uh, I think, the last couple episodes before we broke um, mm. with the with the midseason. Um, actually, it was just the last episode. I, I did watch it as it came out. I've, I've been doing a really good job of, of staying current. Uh, but I know overall, I think the kind of the consensus was fairly lukewarm on how the season ended. Uh, I, I, to me, I thought it was fine. Uh, I, I think sometimes, or this is how I feel like people think, well, it's a season finale or a mid season finale that there has to be a huge death or <laughs> something huge has to happen, or right. there has to be some kind of major, major cliffhanger. Um, and I think sometimes it's okay. I mean, I think there was a big enough cliffhanger at the end of this episode. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I, I saw some criticisms. I was like, Oh, there was no major death. And I'm like, well, why does there have to be a major death? I mean, it's, you know, it's just, it's, 
I know, think there's a certain built-in expectation with a season finale or even a mid-season finale like this one that there's going to be some huge story beat. And usually on The Walking Dead, because of the nature of the zombie apocalypse being what it is, a massive story beat is usually someone dying. Um, I mean, we did have some huge... I mean, the, this part of the season, we had some some huge story beats. I mean, Maggie is with child. I mean, that's huge. The whole Glenn you know, thing with the... The dumpster and all that good yeah. stuff. Um, trolling us. Yeah, yeah, kind of trolling the viewership there just a little. But I mean, the I think I think what I, the criticism that I'm hearing that, that I think you're talking about is, you know, oh nobody died and you know this and that and the other thing. I mean, but I think there is now kind of a built-in expectation. I mean, and there, it's been true pretty much all through the run of the show too that there is something huge that happens when the you know when the um, you know, the season ends or there's a mid-season finale like this. So, I mean, and, and I think that's also why the feeling is that it's kind of anticlimactic. It's because there isn't that giant, you know, huge story be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Like, we had a Terminus or whatever. Uh, we just didn't have that this time. You know what I mean? We did have a cliffhanger. We had, you know, scary situations, obviously. You know, them have being driven out of Alexandria and all that other stuff. But we didn't have the kind of... Like like I'm saying, like impactful story beat that we normally get on a season finale. And I don't know. I mean, I think we kind of need one because the way that this show is structured, they actually build it into the first half and second half of a season. It's eight episodes and then a massively long break. What is it, three months uh, practically? And then there's another eight episodes. And they even call it the producers when they're talking about the show, you know, the front half and the back half and whatever they call it, front eight and back eight, whatever, however they reference it. You know, it, we need something to tide us over a little bit. Now, if we go back to previous seasons, I know there's been major character deaths, but what was it? Back in season four, the prison went down, right? And then uh, season five, what was the one in season five, really? I guess the, there really wasn't one too much for that one. I'm trying to think of the mid-season. What, what happened? In, oh, it was the, the the Beth death, wasn't that? That was the end of season, season five one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's. I'm not saying it has to be a major death, but there needs to be some kind of cliffhanger a little bit to kind of carry us on those three months give us something to look forward to and say wow i can't wait for this to begin again this is the first time being a walking dead super fan that i'm almost like i'm not i'm excited for the show to begin again but i'm not i can't wait to see it like i'm not i'm not just you know oozing with anticipation to, to see this to see this thing coming up uh whereas when the prison fell and they're, they're hitting the journey on the road it's like oh my, what's going to happen next you have no idea you know, it, it, interesting. It, interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry. The interesting no, no, thing to it. me about the the cliffhanger and like the the most impactful thing of this mid season, uh, you know, finale was that it's something only people who read the comic would be like, "Whoa!" You know, when they mentioned Negan, right? You know, and I don't want to spoil anything from the comic or what may happen in the show, or whatever. But when they mentioned Negan at the end of that episode. Only people who read the comic would know what that meant. You know, it's like seeing Thanos at the end of the first Avengers movie, you know? Yeah. Everyone else in the audience is turning to the nerd in their life and like, who's that guy? You know, you know, or well, I watch this with my wife, you know, who, who the hell's Negan? Why, why do they care? You know? Um, so I, I think the most, it's weird that the most impactful thing to me anyway from that episode is something only someone who had read the comics would, would appreciate. Appreciate. You know? yeah. yeah, I, I agree. I, I guess for me, one thing I don't like is is that if you force like some big cliffhanger or big, um, you know, death or some big event to to the end of the season, it's almost like you're you're forcing your narrative to to flow a certain way so that it ends 
it, it, it ends there. And you're and, saying filler episodes, right? That, right that's what right. you're basically it's, saying. It, okay. Right. It's worse. It, honestly, it's worse in a traditional TV, like 22 episode season where you have, you know, if they know, okay, by the end of the season, we need to be here. And then, you, you know, you, there's, there's a lot more filler. So in, in these eight episode arcs or six, 16 episode seasons, it's not quite as egregious. Um, but I still think, I think, I don't know, for me, it's okay to just, end the season like it's it's okay mm. like i think i think you know ever since who shot jr it's it, or you know best of both worlds from star trek the next generation it's like we're <laughs> we're geared to to just have you know this this cliffhangery you know thing at the end of the season it's almost like well if no if there's not some big thing that happens out there then you know it, it's a disappointment which again i i i don't know that i I subscribe to that really. I, I, I'm maybe okay not a cliffhanger. with cliffhanger. Yeah, no, maybe not a clip. Maybe just a resolution or something. Just something to look forward to. Like in season two when they found uh, Sophia finally. It wasn't like it was a cliffhanger. It, it wrapped up that half of the season, and it's like, like we finally found this girl, and Rick shot her and put her out of right. her misery. You know what was the what was the um, season three mid season one? I'm trying to remember that one. Was that where they? Oh, that's where Daryl met. Um, Merle, uh, Merle for the first time, right? Yeah, and that kind in the of arena, uh, arena standoff, yeah, arena, right? That was, I mean, th- when you see that, I mean, look, nobody necessarily died right there, right? Except maybe Oscar, but he was only in for a couple episodes. Okay, fine. You know, you, you're looking forward to, oh my god, I can't wait until February for the next season, the second half of the season to begin and see what happens. You know, just give us something, give us a little something to look forward to. I guess making us wait for three months. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. We, you know, we haven't seen the cover yourself in guts thing in a very long time. So, uh, you know, that's something, right? You know, throughout the show, I, I've been like, you know, why don't they fall back on that more? And I, I guess maybe part of it is it, 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 it would get old. I mean, as a plot device, it's like, oh, that's how they get their way out of everything. So it was kind of, it was kind of cool to see that kind of show up, which we haven't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and just, you know, just the tension building, you know, of them leaving the house and being surrounded by everybody. So I don't know, I, all, all told, I think from, you know, really for me, from, from season five, this show is just kind of, and I've, I mentioned this before, after I kind of came back after being, being away for a long time, uh, you know, it's kind of taken off and to me, it's gone in a really good direction and, you know, overall I'm, I'm really enjoying the show. And I, I think, uh, you know, one of the things with Alexandria, that works for me is there's more people there. So there's more, there's more chance for conflict. I think for a while the group was together for long enough or split into little tiny pieces that there wasn't, there wasn't enough conflict. You know, the, the conflict was very focused. You know, it was always like, you know, the big bads or, you know, when they went to, to terminus or, you know, when we had the governor, you know, there were, there were kind of these focus things. And so having them be in Alexandria, all, you know, mostly all together and filled with this other community of people, it was kind of cool to just kind of see how people's motives started to change and alliances started to shift and, you know, the way they thought about things changed and, you know, how these other, other characters coming in have influenced them. So I think for me personally, I think that's when the walking dead works the best. I, I, I don't, I don't like it as much when it's just like these core five characters and we go episode after episode of just dealing with them and everybody else is kind of tangential. Uh, and, and it, you know, that's one of the things since they've shown in Alexandria, they've kind of moved away from that for me. They're doing a good job. And I, I thought of that too. I rewatched the first half before this, this show and um, 
they're doing a good job really fleshing out the Alexandrians. You're right. And everybody has their own little story, even to little Dr. Denise. You know, I mean, she's only been in a few scenes, but you kind of get her already. You know where she came from. She's this failed psychiatrist, and she's kind of into Tara now. I mean, it's just like you you know about these people, even the girl that watches the pantry a little bit. I mean, they've they've done a little bit with everybody, and they've handled an ensemble cast really well. I will give them credit, even though – there is some quote-unquote filler episodes in this first half of season six. And the reason I think that they're filler, the, the pace is really <clears> off from the first three episodes where with the air horn and the, 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 the wolves attack. And that was just – it was a nonstop just intro to this season. And then it just stopped. Boom. And then they went to these kind of you know get-to-know-you episodes with the Alexandrians again. And then we had the, the um, Morgans episode in episode four with Eastman, although I like that one a lot. I don't think that slowed the story down really at all for me. I think the ones in Alexandria slowed it down a bit. But then again, they kind of had to to flesh out the Alexandrians a bit. Agreed. That's kind of where I'm I'm at at the end of season six, part one, uh, picking up part two. So, you know, overall, I think, like I said, I think the show has kind of rebounded, at least in my opinion, very nicely. And uh, and I like where it's going, which which is funny because around this time in the comics is when my interest started to kind of wane. Um, mm. We talked about this a little bit before we recorded, but uh, you know, eventually we're going to get back and do all out war part two, uh, our comic focused episode, which we did part one some time back um, and just haven't, haven't kind of had a chance to, to kind of get our stuff together to do it. Um, but you know, maybe if, if uh, fear of the walking dead goes on kind of a hiatus, maybe we'll sneak that in there. Um, but I really, I haven't read past that. Um, it, the comic really hasn't been grabbing me to read like it did early on, um, you know, where I would just devour trades in one sitting. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly why, uh, and you know, maybe if I picked it up again and started reading more, uh, you know, as things stay current, maybe I would, uh, feel differently, but, um, but, but we'll see. Um, one of the, one of the, how do you read them? Do you do it on the compendium or do you do the trades or what do you, No, I, I read it in trade. Um, I like the trades too. Yeah. yeah, They're easy to read. Yeah. It's funny. I've got two, I've got, all at War Part Two, and then the two after that, just kind of like sitting there. Um, and I just haven't even I just haven't even read them yet. Uh, and and Jim, you're a compendium guy, right? If I remember correctly, I, yeah the 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 hard copies I have are compendiums, but I mm-hmm. I here and there when they're on sale uh, digitally on Comixology, I will pick them up in the ninety nine cent sale. Just oh, just to have them read them, just quick to catch up and read them, yeah. Because yeah. I you know, I've been following the story since issue one, uh, so I like to keep up. When I can, so I probably, I probably read up to issue one hundred, maybe a little further, but not much more than that. So you're at the same point, pretty much that uh, that Russ is at, and I'm I'm deliberately behind. I will catch up for that. I just I didn't want to be like totally spoiled. I kind of want I want to stay a little bit behind the TV show, but I'll catch up. I'm sure by the time we get to that next show. Yeah, it's it. I before we recorded, I kind of put some Facebook comments out, and I guess now's a good time to. Kind of talk about those since they're kind of show related before we get into some some news bits, uh, yeah, and and stuff. But uh, I just put out that we're recording tonight, and if anybody had any any comments, um, so we had a few people that responded uh, at, over at the Facebook group. Um, and by the way, if you'd like to join that group, it's uh, the Walking Dead TV Podcast is the name of the group. Uh, we have over seven hundred members now, which is really awesome, and um, it, it's kind of. 
I don't know, it goes into kind of a dormancy sometimes when the, the show is on hiatus or break. Mm-hmm. We'll have like, you know, a trickle of news here and there that we'll post there. But once the show kicks in, it's a very lively community of people who like to discuss uh, the current episodes and, uh, and what's going on. So definitely, by all means, if you listen to the podcast, you should join the group as well. Yep, yep. Facebook.com slash WTV podcast. The Facebook. You may have heard of it. It's very popular. It's popular <laughs> with the youngsters. It is. Um, but but uh, Carl Hooker said, I've tried to avoid spoilers, and I'm just a little bit further ahead in the comics than the show. I'm curious how much of the content they will cover this next eight weeks. Since you all are fairly spoiler-free, maybe you could hazard a guess or place odds on major and minor character deaths for the second half. Keep up the great work. Hmm. I've got some speculation, but I don't know if you want to hold that to the end or not. That's usually what we do, but if you want to go into it, we can. I've got some yeah, ideas. It's hard to, I mean, you're telling us to, you know, not spoil anything, yet <laughs> tell you what happened, which is, well, I think he's, by he's, definition, spoiling it. Yeah, I think um, he's wanting to know maybe what, if we could, we could guess what might be coming up on the show. Mm. Um, pain. pain. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of pain and zombies, buddy. That's it. And Lucille. Lucille is on the way. Yeah. She's on the way. I don't, you know, I don't really have. I mean, I hate to even. Let's put it. How about we put it this way? How about, you know how things on The Walking Dead usually go from bad to worse? Usually. That that trend will probably continue. Yeah. (laughs) That's as spoiler free as I can get. Yeah. Perfectly vague. (laughs) Even just from a speculation standpoint, I can't think of a character. Like, there's nothing in my head that tells me, oh, I think they're going to kill off X. And and not even as a comic book comparison, because I think at this point, the the show has diverged enough from a character standpoint from the comic that I, I don't I don't know who's safe and who's not. You know, I don't I mean, I always like to say Daryl is is pretty safe because Norman Reedus is just such a fan favorite. And it's huge. I, I really think the ratings you know, whether or not from a story perspective, it's the right thing to do at the time. I just think from a rating standpoint, if that if that show if 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 he's killed off, I think I think the show is going to take a hit. Maybe yep. maybe not a, a tragic hit, maybe not too bad, but the girls love him. The yeah, women I, love him. I, I love I, him. I think it'll tick down and, and you know, I, I don't think that's something that they really want to do. Um, I. I think as this as the show goes on, honestly, I think Rick is maybe not quite as crucial. You know, I I think they mm. could fill that void if they decided to go really bold um, and kill off Rick. And again, none of what I'm going to say is is a corollary to the comics. I'm not giving up anything from the comics whatsoever. Um, so this is just just my speculation, totally on what you know what I'm what I perceive from the show, not from, not from the books at all. So don't, don't take this to mean, Oh crap. They killed Rick off in the comics. No, I'm mm-hmm. not saying they did. I'm not saying they didn't. <laughs> um, but, but they didn't, um, killed off his hand. We could say that, right? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty yeah, all right. common knowledge at this point. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't think, you know, given what they've done to Glenn, I don't think they, they could get away with killing him off because I think that would be like way, you know, why go through all that bit of, of but us? But that's just what they want you to think. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. There's the whole you're re- playing right into their yeah. trap, Russ. Yeah, that whole crazy reverse psychology stuff, which I guess is possible. But you know, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, you know, part of it is I, I, I like those characters. You know, the, the, I like the actors. I like the mix they have now. There's nobody really on that show that I go, 
man, that that character really annoys the hell out of me. I wish they well, would really Father Gabriel. Abraham. Yeah. Or uh, not Abraham, but Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel. Yeah. Father Gabriel. Yeah, I'm even okay with him because I think he's a. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah. I oh, mean, like, oh my goodness. Okay. I, I think I think he's purposely written the way he is, and I. Think... What about haircut boy? What about um haircut? Who's oh, you know uh, what I'm talking about that haircut boy. Yeah. Um, who Ron? Eugene. I hate him so much. I blocked out his name. Eugene. Ron. No, 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 no. The yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah Ron. Ron. Oh, Ron. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Porch Dick's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I mean those characters. You know who knows? I mean, you know, but. I, you know, I just, I, you know, as, as like, as like a shocking death, I just, mm. you know, I, I don't think any of those would be shocking deaths. I think even like Father Gabriel, if they killed him off, I don't think it would be a quote shocking death. There um, would be r- applause across the world. The whole yeah, world would be clapping at the I same think, time. Okay. Cheering. <laughs> I think if they kill, well, I'm sorry. If they, I think if they kill one of the Atlanta six, as they're called. Mm. Yeah. Which is Rick, Carl, Carol, Glenn. Um, Maggie, uh, Daryl, and Maggie. Maggie. Uh, if they kill one of them, that'll be huge. Yeah, we know it's coming, right? I mean, this. Uh, I and guess it, we know someone's going to go. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't want them to go. I mean, I really the don't. Thing with Maggie is like it's it's going to be hard to do that, right? Because they've they've done that already. You know, now that she's pregnant, you've killed mm. you've killed Lori. You know, and she still had the baby. If you if you do, you know, if you do that, it's like, oh, here we go again. It's like another, you know, oh, another kid that lost his mommy. It it just seems like it's a little repetitive. So, and like it, you said, we just went through this with Glenn. Yeah. So I, I think, after how many times of them being separated and her not knowing if he was alive or not. Yeah. Right. And as far as like Carl goes, I think it's like, well, you know, you've already kind of put him through some the ring. I mean, you know, he was shot early on. You know, in, in season two and. You know some of this other stuff, so I don't. You know I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know maybe Rosita, maybe Eugene. Um, you know, uh, so a secondary, not the Atlanta group. Although they're they're primary characters, but yeah, I mean they, not the the original Atlanta group. The, yeah, you know the newer found people. Tara, maybe you Tara. Know. That would be. I like her actually. She she grew into I one do. of my favorite characters. Yeah, I, I like I, her. I do too. Uh, yeah. So I don't, you know, again, I really don't, I, I think at this point, anybody that decided to kill off is, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it'd be okay if we won a season and, and no major person got killed. All, all I'm going to say is this, folks. I think that the way the producers trolled us with this Glenn disappearance, you thought he was dead for five episodes and now he turns out to be alive. That's going to come back and something's going to happen that's all I think, and I don't think it's related to the comic books necessarily. Necessarily, it's going to happen in a twisty way, but something may happen with him that you don't expect. I don't think it's going to be anyone else in the in the major group. I hope, though, just let me say personally that they all stick around. I like this group right now. I think they're the tightest they've ever been. There's nobody extra. I think that that, that needs to go. But something is very weird the way they trolled us the beginning half of the season with Glenn. I've never seen that before where they took the credits off actually i mean even when the governor was dead his name stayed in the credits for the whole season he was only in two episodes in season five i guess or season four excuse me you know i I think there's something to that that's all i'm going to say and leave it there yeah and you know same thing for michonne i think they finally made michonne a compelling character after a couple seasons of just kind of having her say almost nothing and you know, scowling. Yeah, and, just you know, not not much personality. So they finally given her enough to do to, for them to snatch that away from us. I think would be uh, 
a, a serious injustice. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, to finally give somebody their moment as a, and to be able to breathe as a character and to, and to silence that, I think would be a bad, I think it'd just be a bad move. Um, and if it were any show but The Walking Dead, I would totally agree with all of what you guys have said. <laughs> but it's The Walking Dead. Yeah, so yeah. you know... Yeah, somebody's gonna yeah, go. Somebody's I mean, gonna go. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> gonna go. It's just, it's just. I don't have any real insight. You know, it's not like when you know back when, uh, you know, when Herschel kind of gave his big speech, and we we're like, oh, <laughs> he's a goner. You know, we call like, that you know, totally. Like, you know, or even with Shane, like we knew things <laughs> were kind of coming to a head. You know, yeah. I, I don't have any sense that there's that there's anything leading me in that direction. Uh, so, so I think, I think it'll just kind of come out and, uh, you know, surprise everybody. So uh, I advise everybody for this half of the season uh, to stay current. And if you don't watch the episode as it airs that night, uh, stay off the internet the next day, because uh, what I've noticed is like sites like MSN, Yahoo, all the, you know, mainstream, you know, entertainment news and just news sites, they're the worst at spoiling stuff. I mean, you know, people trolling on Facebook and, and Twitter aren't quite as bad. I would definitely stay off Twitter. Like, I would definitely stay off Twitter. Yeah. Entertainment um, Weekly spoiled a major thing in the last season uh, for the people. It hadn't even aired on the West Coast yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but I remember Supergirl. it was like a huge... It was well, no. It was like they they spoiled something on Walking Dead last. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the Glenn thing. You thought he was dead. I think wasn't that yeah, what it was? Yeah, yeah. They like yeah. they immediately yeah. went, went with that on their East Coast version, even before the show had yeah. aired on the West Coast. But here's the thing. I mean, I, I travel sometimes on Sundays for business. I'm out of town or whatever the it may be. I will deliberately stay off of Facebook and Twitter for the six or eight hours it takes for me to get home the next day and put in my DVR and actually watch it. I don't know. Why that's hard for the West Coast people to – you know, I've talked about this with Aaron before. It's like three hours, man. Can't you just stay off of it for three hours and just you know catch up? I don't understand that. Well I- – not if it's part of your job. Yeah, I mean, if it. Yeah, I mean, All right, I mean it's definitely part of Aaron's job. Yeah, I mean, Sunday he, night. Yeah, you know, being right. an entertainment reporter like he is, you know, kind of staying on top of news and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, for for most people, sure. But but you know, there's people that use Twitter, you know, and Facebook not for entertainment purposes, but um, you know, probably Twitter less so than Facebook. Uh, but keeping up with their family or just like legitimate news. Um, you know, I, I'm not going down this rabbit hole whatsoever, but this is the time of year when, you know, it's an election year. You know, politics right. are in full swing and, and there's a lot of people that keep up with, you know, the goings on of, of, of those things. And, sure. y- you know, to to not be able to kind of stay in tune with some of that stuff, um, you know, because some douchebag is going to is going to spoil The Walking Dead just kind of sucks. I mean, it's um, true. you know, and it's it's. You know, a lot of people get their news from social media. You're right. I mean, a lot of especially younger people, they don't even go to news sites. They don't read a newspaper. They don't they don't even watch CNN or Fox News or anything. They get their news from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's their news feed pretty much. So I do see what you you do have a point there. But it's three hours. Like, come on. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for me, it's it's not that big of a deal. Like I've you know. I, I will know coming up. It, it's just it's just hard, you know. Like even because for me, if I don't watch it that night, it's going to be the next night or maybe at lunchtime because I work from home before right. I'll get to see the next episode. And in so the it could morning, be a day off of Facebook, is what you're saying, or, or a day just off the of the internet. Inst- I mean, okay. you internet know, I go to the right. news yeah. sites in the morning and stuff and check things out. And 
you know, there's been times so far where I forget what it was. There was something that was spoiled comic book related just by going to like MSN or going to because your cookies are set for that, right? They know no, you're a comic fan. They yeah, know you're I mean, a, uh, a Walking just, Dead fan. Yeah, or you know, just you know, USA Today or whatever. I mean, they're you know, just it, it's 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 not you know just random people that are spoiling it anymore. It's it's major news sites. Um, so so we'll see. But that but yeah, I don't like I said, I don't really have any any story reason to to think uh, anything's leading me down a path one way or the other. Looking forward to it, though. I mean, uh, there was an Entertainment Weekly article that just came out. Uh, Andrew Lincoln saying, shocking, brilliant, and terrifying, epic mid-season premiere. Those are his words in quotes. Yeah. Well, and it's so, funny. There, I won't mention it here what it is, but even the international trailer for the show's return potentially spoiled something pretty big. And it, if you follow the comic, it wouldn't be that much of a spoiler because you mm-hmm. know what – you know, you've seen it there. But um, for the show, it was definite it, – it, Potentially could be a, it could be nothing or it could be a spoiler. Like I said, I won't I won't mention it here because I don't I don't want to ruin it for everybody. But um, but but you know, just it's funny what gets shown in in different markets. So um, anyway, so Robert Nigro he basically commented and and just kind of echoed what Carl said. You know, hey, just you know, educated guess. You know, wouldn't be considered spoilers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Dave White said, hey, guys, do you foresee the TV series catching up and maybe even passing the comic book timeline similar to the same predicament now facing HBO's Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't think so, because the difference between Game of Thrones is it takes George R.R. R. Martin like 10 years to write the next book. And uh, f- for the most part, uh, Charlie Adlard and Robert Kirkman have been keeping the book on a monthly schedule. I mean, for All Out War, they went and did... Uh, bi-weekly uh, so the book came out or semi-monthly i guess you could you could call it it came out twice a month uh for that so you, you know we only get 16 episodes in a year we get pretty much 12 episodes or 10 to 12 issues of the comic like clockwork at, at this point there's still at this point i would say 60 issues uh but fi- well, 150 just came out, and we're still like in the TV show. We're not even up to 100 yet, if 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 you want to draw a parallel. So we're still 60 I- issues behind, um, you know, where the comics are. And so you know, in a year, you know, I mean, granted, if there's 16 episodes, and if if an episode kind of coincides with an issue, I mean, you know, it'll slowly kind of creep into that. But I don't think we're going to have a situation where, um, you know, where one's going to take over the other. I mean, th- this show could theoretically go on for you know ten, twelve, fifteen seasons. The way it's making money for AMC, we've talked about that before, and there may be a point where that happens, maybe. But you're right; they're, they're staying far enough behind, and there's enough filler episodes that they can do <laughs> to space this thing out. So we're always a little bit behind the comics, but um, I-, I think it's going to go on for many, many years either way. That's my prediction. And the comic. You know, this like kind of like the TV show. The comic sales have increased. I mean, issue one fifty came out, and it was the number one selling comic book for the month. Um, and it it didn't. You know, you know, one hundred came out, and it was it blew away the number one because it, they did crazy cover gimmicks. I mean, I think there were like fourteen covers to number one hundred or something like yeah, that. Something like so the that. collectors had to get all of them. Yeah, right? they yeah. Buy them all I think up. for one fifty they did two. I think there may have been one alternate cover. Uh, and it, and then you know, it was a, it was a Two ninety nine or three ninety nine issue, uh, you know. So the fact that it's staying, you know, 
in the last couple of few years, it's it's moved its way into the top ten, pretty definitely the top twenty consistently, uh, but but top ten fairly frequently unless Marvel is blasting out a bunch of number ones or they have a bunch of new Star Wars books that are hitting. Uh, Walking Dead's pretty much you know hovering right around that number ten spot, um, which you know again pretty remarkable for for a comic that when it first came out was probably selling twelve to fourteen thousand copies. Uh, and, you know, even if into the 40s and 50s, I think it was still in the low 20s. So, uh, you know, the fact that it's sitting around 100,000 copies or 80,000 copies uh, is, is pretty remarkable. So, you know, given given that the sales are are what they are, it, just on the monthly side, let alone the trades, I mean, the trades are insane. Um, I, I don't see the comic going away anytime. I, th- I think the TV show will come and go and the comic will still be going. That's just my opinion. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see how much more further the uh, story diverges. Yes, you know as it goes along, yes. though. Yeah, and Gimple has said they're going to, you know, weave in and out of the comic. They'll, they'll, but they'll always kind of go back to it and then steer away from it for a while and then end up back on the same path. So there's going to be some corollaries either way, just maybe different than people expect. Sure. Uh, Brent Jones asked, "Who meets Lucille?" My money is on Daryl. <laughs> um, I don't know. You kind of covered I, that one. I, yeah, I, mean, I think see previous comment. Yeah, BB King. Oh, yeah, BB King. BB <laughs> King. Um, Carl kind of replied back to that and said uh, he thinks Abraham, uh, but he doesn't think they'd make us go through another. Well, I won't. I won't. I won't repeat that last bit. Maybe a little too spoilery for you comic fans. So I'll, I'll keep that. I'll keep that aside. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was, that was all we had on the Facebook side. Like I said, I just, it was kind of late this afternoon when I put that comment up, uh, moving forward. I know Aaron's pretty good about it. I'll try and get better about it if they don't go up, but putting up a discussion thread, uh, for each episode. So we have some comments, uh, for people to talk about on the show after the episode hits and our sponsor for this week, Jim. DCBService.com is, uh, your home for uh, anything pop culture related that you want to get a good deal on. And I say that knowing that uh, you know there's there are other places you can go out there online to order stuff, but uh, DCB Service often has deals that are even lower than Amazon, lower than uh, and pretty much anywhere, any other online purveyor you're going to find. And if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, if you want to read the comic books, uh, then they're there and they're at a really great price. Uh, I'm looking at the, the latest issue, 158 right now, is... Uh, Let's see, uh, one only for a dollar seventy nine, or one fifty three. I'm sorry, it's only one seventy nine. But I'm looking at some other really cool stuff that you can order there. For instance, there's a Negan resin statue. Uh, normally uh, six hundred dollars. Now it's uh, is uh, two eighty nine oh six. So it's less. It's more than half off. Um, also, the adult coloring book for The Walking Dead. Now I know adult coloring books have been a hot thing lately. Uh, this uh, shows the uh, the art of Charlie Adler in an oversized adult coloring book that you can color yourself. I guess you'd only need like red and purple and gray, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, does it's it come with a red crayon? crayon? You only need like a few <laughs> a few crayons for that one. But yeah, you know, I can see where that would be relaxing. Also, um, I was lucky enough to see Tony Moore at a signing here at Pittsburgh Mills uh, just about a week ago uh, cool. at, at the uh, New Dimension Comics there, and they have uh, the Image Giant Size Artist Proof Edition. Of Walking Dead number one. Ooh. 
Yeah, so I like, like the artwork in number one, even though it's different than the other. I like that first right. six. I episodes. mean, most people are used to Charlie Adler's art because he's been on it for so long. But Tony Moore's Moore, had, great. yeah, his more his his art was really cool in the first few issues. Yeah, and this is an oversized edition that allows you to really see the art. And uh, normally, I mean, you save forty percent off on that. It's only eleven ninety nine. I am gonna have to jump on that because you know, yeah. you know my crazy affinity for large oversized books. And yeah, I missed right. out on the Black Science one, so I've got to I've got to get this one. So was yeah. it the first trade or just episode or just book uh, floppy issue, one? Just issue number one. Issue one, okay. But it's like but ridiculous. It's, an, it's like eleven by seventeen or whatever, isn't it? Oh right. wow! Yeah. It is eleven by seventeen. It's in the artist proof edition size, much like the IDW sized uh, oh, artist editions, uh, with that Tony Moore art, like nice and big and bold and black and white, great stuff. But they have statues there, action figures, T-shirts. Um, my, my latest, uh, 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 well, slight addiction, I guess, when The Walking Dead are the, uh, McFarlane blind bags. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of figurines. They have, like, zombies in them. They also have, you know, the main, main characters or whatever. Uh, you can get them at, at DCB service as well, as well. And normally you get a great price. You get 30, 40, 50% off. Uh, like, for instance, all the trade paperbacks from DC and Marvel are 50% off right now, so that's awesome. But you also get great service. They're awesome people to work with. You're working for a small, like, uh, independent company, not a giant, you know, big box corporation. So you can feel good about ordering stuff from them. And, you know, you, then you're, uh, you're going to get really good customer service, personal service from them, uh, month in and month out. So DCBService.com is your one-stop pop culture shop for everything you're looking for at a discounted price. And, uh, Thank you for to them for sponsoring our show. Absolutely. Awesome. So I have a, I have a few things news-wise on my list that I thought we'd just kind of talk about. Uh, one of them isn't really news, but I thought it was something worth mentioning. Um, but the lovely Lauren Cohan was featured in Shape magazine. Uh, I guess it was maybe last month, month before. Hmm. And it was, did you write hubba hubba on that I post? I did. I you did. did. Is that yes, really news so much? I mean, <laughs> That's why I said it's not really I mean, news. But we're gonna say. I mean, Lauren Cohen is a very attractive young lady. But okay, I, there we all know it. I mean, yes. it's not really news to anyone. But what was funny, and this is this is where I guess a little discussion comes in. Uh, so I'm, I'm not trying to be a sexist pig, even though I'm probably being a sexist pig. But anyway, uh, it, it was funny seeing her not like covered in filth and dirt and wearing, you know raggedy clothes and stuff like that it was it was just kind of funny seeing you know her you know kind of uh you know out of that environment you know just like she's so associated with the walking dead and you know she hasn't really been in a whole lot outside of that um or or at least not recently uh so it was just kind of funny just just looking at her you know uh doing this this deal for the magazine and it's very tasteful i mean it's not it's not risque i wouldn't think any you know I, i wouldn't call it i mean shape is a fitness magazine it's not like some uh, you know, something, something, uh, salacious. Um, but I, I, anyway, I just, that's just what, what struck me, you know, uh, more than anything is just kind of seeing her kind of in her, you know, um, you know, outside, outside of the filth and grime and sweatiness of, uh, of the walking dead. Um, She's also, um, playing Mar- I think, uh, Martha Wayne in, uh, Batman yes. v, uh, v Superman. Yep. Dawn of that's Justice, coming. So. Yes. It was funny mm-hmm. because I read a bunch of those headlines. It was like, We've learned that Lauren Cohen has been cast in, you know, Batman versus Super. I'm like, that movie filmed a year and a half ago. I'm pretty sure she wasn't just cast. I'm pretty well, sure that's like. Yeah, the yeah. ironic part is she's playing uh, across. I mean, Thomas Wayne's being played by um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Uh-huh. Who's going to be playing Negan. So kind of. 
Kind of strange, uh, with Walking Dead connection there. Yeah, and she's also in that movie, The Doll, which is kind of like one of those. Oh uh, yeah. Horror, you know, new digital thing. horror things. Yeah, yeah I didn't thing see that one. Kind of we, where's Aaron when you need him? He could tell us how good, well, or, good or bad tell, it was, right? There's a um, the production is uh, it's one of those Bloom House productions. Wow. They kind of spun out of uh, Paranormal Activity. They uh, they film they they're also the ones who put up the money for that last uh, Shyamalan movie, The Visit. Oh, they make okay. all these mid-range horror movies that seem to do well. Let's spend $10 million on a movie and have it make 85 There you go. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, anyway, bring so some I Walking just, Dead fans along, along the way with Lauren Cohan. Why yeah, not? so that, that's, that's my Lauren Cohan update. Anyway, I just, I just thought that was, uh, that was worth mentioning, even if, if it isn't technically news. The next, the next bit I had was uh, I saw an article on CBR where they talked to Greg Nicotero and I get, he had a lot to say about the premiere episode. And this is, I guess, nothing really spoilery, um, you know, because we kind of saw the, the beginnings of it at the end of, of the first half of season six. Um, but apparently he's paralleling a lot of it to like Night of the Living Dead. He, he really uh, fought for, I guess, the meat of this episode to be filmed at night as opposed to during the day, which, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the show, uh, you know, when they do stuff with the walkers, a lot of it's during the day. We don't really get a whole lot of night shooting, which is funny because... Normally, when shows want to kind of do things on the cheap, they film a lot of stuff at night because they could kind of, you know, hide things and, you know, it, lighting is different. And Which is why they shot the original Night of the Living Dead at night. Yeah, Blade Runner. You know, that's why it, it looks <laughs> yeah. the way it does. Um, but uh, but he said it. there's an unprecedented number of walkers in this premiere episode. Uh, I think he said there were 1,300 walkers that they're Whoa. that they're sticking in to this premiere episode uh and yeah he said it he said even though we kind of saw in the quarry you know at the beginning of of season six like this is nothing uh i i guess you know probably because we'll just get more detail and and you know other than just a pit full of uh you know distant images or or whatnot because um, the quarry walkers are mostly digital, from what I could tell. I mean, there was, yeah. you know, the close-up yeah. ones obviously weren't, but the majority of them, even the ones on the road with those big overhead crane shots or helicopter shots, yeah. were digital. So this, yeah. if he's trying to say that there's thirteen hundred real or somewhat no. real extras, that's going to be pretty incredible. If that's what he's trying to say, yeah, he, it wasn't clear. I mean, he it definitely didn't say thirteen hundred people. He just said thirteen hundred okay. walkers. So I, I couldn't tell if. I'm sure it's some sort of mix. He definitely didn't say, you know, we have 1,300 extras or anything like that. Uh, but he did push for it. Just in, and a lot of it was because they had the break between the two halves of the season. Uh, mm. They were able to come in and do some reshoots. Uh, and during the reshoots, I guess he was able to kind of, you know, in the in post production and and things like that, was able to get more in. So I'm assuming that means that maybe Nicotero is directing the premiere episode of of uh, or the second half, the episode nine, basically. Um, just because he's he's very he's you know pushing his agenda forward and and having such a heavy hand in the uh, on on the on that side of it, which I love the Nicotero directed episode, so uh, I'm, it has me really excited for for what's to come. Can't wait! He's great. And something I keep hearing about from Nicotero and from other sources is that there's going to be a lot of Daryl in this uh, this yeah. season. Yeah. They really played that aspect up, I guess, because I guess one of the big criticisms of last last half of the season is that we didn't have as much Daryl. So yeah, I think he's all you all you Dixons Vixens out there, just yeah, hold hold, hold <laughs> pump, your shorts, pump the brakes, kids. You're 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 fine. 
I just confirmed that Nicotero is directing episode nine of season six. It's entitled No Way Out, uh, written by Seth Hoffman, premiering on February 14th, 2016. He's also directing episode 12 and episode 16. So that's good. Yeah. And it's funny because No Way Out was the title of one of the trades that they they put together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was right before... Uh, all Out War, I think No Way Out was. Um, that would make sense. Oh no, No Way Out was further. Yeah, that's that about coincides to where we're we're at um, in the comics. So that's kind of cool. The last thing I have on my list, uh, and this isn't really related to the show or the comics, but to the video game side of things, as J- Jim and I were talking uh, prior to about um, his his resurgence in the uh, PC gaming arena, is. The Telltale games, uh, so so far they've done two seasons of Walking Dead. They did, um, in between seasons one and two, I think they did a one-episode, uh, like, one-off uh, adventure. Um, and, but they're doing a three-episode. It actually releases in February. I didn't get the exact date. Um, but, but Telltale's releasing uh, The Walking Dead Michonne. Uh, and it'll be it'll be told oh. in three parts. Uh, you know, mo- I think... Seasons one and season two of the Walking Dead Telltale game were six parts or five parts, five or six parts. Um, so this will be about like half the size of of those games, which um, I know Walking Dead season one was like, you know, we talked about it back at the time, but highly critically acclaimed, made a lot of game of the year lists. Um, and the success of that has caused Telltale to take that formula of adventure game and apply it to a lot of different yes. licenses. They've done a Borderlands game. They're doing a Game of Thrones game right now. They're about to do a Batman game. Yes. Uh, they did a Fables game, um, Borderlands, all kinds of different uh, IPs uh, mm. bringing in the Telltale treatment. Back to the Future. Uh, as of late, Back to the uh, back Future. Back to the Future. That was a good one. That was actually yeah. before Walking Dead. But yeah, they right. even got like... Um, Michael J. Fox and uh, to do one of the voice, not I think for like the last episode, maybe they caught him to come back and do. My one. my daughter and I right now are playing through Minecraft Story Mode. Nice uh, from Telltale and Patton Oswalt does the lead voice um, of, the, of the main character. So, so but you say, Michonne is, is Denai Guerrero going to be doing the voice? No, because this is this is like comic book Michonne. This isn't movie. Gotcha. Uh, TV show Michonne. So this actually takes place. This is very tied into the comics. Uh, so, so this takes place during issues 126 to 139, which, uh, like I said, 150 just came out. Um, so it's it's really like right after All Out War. So, some you know, I guess Michonne, I guess this could be considered extremely mild spoilery. I have no details on it. I haven't read this part yet. But apparently Michonne kind of leaves and comes back. Um, and apparently this game kind of... Uh, details what what happened to her you know while she was gone and and why she came back so um like i said i haven't read those issues of the comic yet um but it it's it's right um it's it's right after all out war so it'd be interesting i i i haven't fin- you know funny enough i haven't finished season 2 of the telltale game i i did finish season 1 I, it was it was phenomenal um, and I got, I think, through episode three of season two, but I, I think there's one or two. I think those last two episodes I need to finish. I liked it. I just thought the ending was incredibly depressing. Oh, yeah. Well, for season one, it was for sure. I, I Yeah. Yeah. 
They both were. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I need to go but, back. I mean, they're, and... they're worth playing though. They're they're good. They're yeah, good. They're a lot of fun games, and you don't have to be yeah. button smashing. It's a lot of just you know letting the game run itself, and you choose your path, and it's just it's fun. It's a great story. It's more about the way you interact with the different characters. Yeah, like right. you know, different, you know, the way you talk to them, they remember things that you say or things that you do, and uh, it's more of that than you know Twitch gaming, as it were. So that's Let's, awesome. Yeah. So look, for, like I said, any I think any day now with at least the first part, uh, and apparently once they get past the third part of this, then we'll start to hear more. Uh, about a season three of The Walking Dead, so it looks like they're definitely going to do a season three as as a as a formal, you know, five six part, uh, you know, edition. But but again, you know, Telltale's been kind of churning these things out, um, and and they've all done fairly well. So uh, well, there's also a game being made by Overkill Studios with uh, Robert Kirkman. Yes, uh, looking over it uh, is, is uh, Starbreeze. The people that made the Darkness games, yes, uh, for the 360. They also did the incredible uh, Riddick games, uh, Dark Athena and uh, Escape from um, Butcher Bay. Escape from Butcher Bay, both really like much better games than they should have been. Uh, they also worked uh, on the last uh, Wolfenstein game uh, as well, which again a much better game mm-hmm. than it probably should have been. Uh, they're yeah. doing a uh, a game called Overkill's The Walking Dead, but the Overkill Software Group under Starbreeze. And uh, Robert Kirkman is uh, had a uh, is ha- having a hand in it. Uh, they haven't they don't have any gameplay so far. But Overkill is kind of it's like one of those boutique uh, video studios, kind of like uh, um, uh, Platinum Games or uh, or Kojima Studios. You know, I mean they they're going to come out with something that's going to be a lot different than what we've seen before. Um, a lot of uh, I mean the the trailer itself it, it doesn't really show a whole lot. It has a little bit of in-game footage, but it's definitely going to be more, more action-oriented, more over the top, and uh, definitely looks cool. So, it's supposed to be uh, releasing this year. So, yeah, and hopefully it'll be an actual good. I'm assuming it's going to be. I, if I recall, I should say it's a first-person shooter. It's a first-person experiencer. They say. Ah, hopefully it's better than. Uh... The, Survival Instinct, yeah, which is I think <laughs> one of the worst-rated <laughs> games on Metacritic. If you look it up, it's like really it's down there. That was a terrible, terrible game. Um, what about the the mobile game that they were pushing? Was that what was that one? Did anyone play now. that I one? I forget what it's called. Survival Instinct, maybe. Was it the? Was it also called Survival Instinct? It was on mobile only, right? It was one that Daryl was pushing, or yeah, maybe still, it was it's, the same game. Yeah, it's it's more like a, that's like a typical m- mobile. Um. You know, like free to play type game, you know, freemium or whatever you want to call it, where it's mm. free to play. But I'm sure you could like pay money to do things faster or uh, level up. I haven't played it, um, so I'm not sure. I can't speak to the, its um, quality. The, over, the Overkill game is a first person game. I'm looking at the trailer now. It looks like very much survival horror, maybe in the vein of a Resident Evil style game. Uh, it looks great though, but like in Dead first Island person, or Left for Dead, maybe or something. This like looks, I mean, but the graphics are intensely great. Starbreeze uses their own proprietary engine, gotcha, and uh, it just looks incredible. So cool. Um, but that that's really all I had on my list of stuff to talk about. I I know Jim, I'm not sure what you have. I know Craig had some Fear the Walking Dead stuff to to mention. They lost Craig. All right, sure. Well, Fear the Walking Dead, as we said, returns on April 10th 
directly after The Walking Dead Season 6 wraps up. So if you all are needing your fix of the Manawas, Clarks, and Salazars, you're going to get it. Just some news that we heard about since, well, really since we stopped talking about Fear the Walking Dead. Um, there's a couple of AMC very light spoiler, not spoiler, but like teaser trailers uh, on YouTube or AMC.com. You can get them right now. They show absolutely nothing, but uh, they're giving you a little teaser into season two. We know that they moved the filming from Vancouver to Mexico, actually Cabo, Mexico, because most of, or part of this front half of the season is going to be on the water. And this is where they filmed Titanic and a few other big movies uh, like Master and Commander. So this is a big water movie studio down there. So they're moving it down there. So we're going to see exactly where the, the cast left off with uh, Victor Strand, the eccentric uh, millionaire, it seems like, on the water. So that's really good to see. Uh, I'm, great. I'm really excited about that. Some casting news as well. We've got Doug Ray Scott in some unknown role going to be in Fear Season 2. Uh, he's from Hemlock Grove and a few other things. He almost was cast as Wolverine, I think. So uh, we've yeah. got that. Yeah. Also, Daniel Zavato uh, from It Follows, it says here, and also Arturo Del Puerto from Right Along 2 has joined in Season 2 as a recurring character. Uh, his name is Carlos. That's all we know so far. So there is some casting news, but really very little. And, of course, we can't forget the continuation during The Walking Dead of Flight 462, Fear of the Walking Dead. We have a whole story to wrap up with that thing. Oh, boy. And actually tying into that, when you watch these little teaser trailers on AMC or on YouTube about Fear of the Walking Dead, you see this big shadow of a plane go over the water. It's really funny. So you definitely have to check that out. They're definitely trying to tie in this, uh, you know, the, the Flight 462, which I suppose will be wrapped up early on in season two. We'll see what happens with that. So that's all the Fear of the Walking Dead news there is. It's fit to and print if, right now. And if you want... Uh, to be totally uh, like drenched in uh, the zombie filth of Walking Dead news, much like uh, our heroes are at the end of that episode. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, all week, is uh, they're coming out with an Entertainment, uh, a Walking Dead issue on February 11th, right before, you know, right ahead of the premiere. And all week, they're doing major interviews with the cast and crew. Uh, big interview with Andrew Lincoln yesterday. Big interview with Craig Nicotero today. So. Uh, if you, if you are totally, you know, you, you want to get every little morsel of Walking Dead news you can before the big premiere, uh, check those out. And check out the February 11th issue of Entertainment Weekly, all Walking Dead-centric. Mm-hmm. Cool. What else? Can't wait to start it up again. Jim, you got anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's about it. Um I don't. I don't have. Uh, I don't have anything either. I mean, at this point, uh, you know, they're being a little close to the vest. I think on you know trailers and stuff. Uh, this is Tuesday as we record this. The premiere is Sunday, so uh, so you know, I think pretty much everything that's out there is out there. Um, you know, and and we'll just wait and be back Monday to get back on the horse and uh, and start cranking out shows weekly. Uh, hopefully Aaron will be back, um, back with us Monday. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Rich will be back too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be, you know, like I said, normally we would try and record on Monday nights. I think it's just one of those situations where if we could push a day and record on Tuesday and there's more of us that'll be there, uh, we may, you know, we may do that, which means the episode would go up Monday, Wednesday. So, 
Um, you know, but typically we don't push too far beyond that. So, uh, you know, so like I said, so moving forward, you know, expect an episode Tuesday, um, or Wednesday. Um, and if Jordan comes back, we'll make him edit, uh, and stay up all night and edit and, and he'll get it posted <laughs> back on the yeah. schedule. Make the millennial do it. That's right. He's done his share. He's done his share. We're 150 episodes in, right? Yeah. Jim and I have done twice that. In our sleep. Yes. <laughs> I gotta edit four podcasts when I'm done with this. What are you talking about? You ain't kidding. I've got six new episodes of Auto Chat we we have to do. We are backed up with new car reviews. So we got the Mitsubishi Outlander, the Lexus ES three fifty, the Honda Civic, Mazda three, Honda Pilot, and Toyota Highlander all waiting for us to talk about. So check us out at autochatshow.com. Cool, yeah. Are you guys going to talk about the DeLorean plant being reopened? Yes, that is part of our news, actually. We record on Thursday night, and that is definitely going to be part of our news due to the, the law changing. And they've actually been cranking out cars, though, it's funny enough, for several years, but just not at quantity. They've been kind of making them to order, but now they're going to crank it back up again. Sweet. Yeah, so we'll definitely talk about that. You're welcome to join us anytime, Jim. When you're not recording your six other podcasts, you're welcome to come on sure. board and mm-hmm. chat about cars. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, like I said, we just wanted to kind of get out something to prep everybody and get everybody all excited for the second half of season six premiere. Um, and until there's no more room in hell in the dead walk of the earth, I will try and think of something more clever to say next week. Make sure you enjoy some of Carol's cookies. Yes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Take care. <laughs>